following is a presentation of Disruption Networks. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacqua Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacuan Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacuan Associates, 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption Team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. back baby we are back monday monday it is monday right chicken yes it is all right good monday monday i never know what day it is it's ec radio i know that for a fact and it's happening right now in your ear holes people and in your eyeballs you don't, you don't know by checking facebook when everyone's like oh it's monday i gotta go back to work i don't pay attention to facebook anymore i really don't i've totally given up on the whole facebook thing i use it to like promote this and i use it to promote bands and i use it to promote Everything we got going on here at Disruption. Which is a lot. But yes, but as far as getting involved with Facebook, I'm done with that freaking social media. <laughs> I'm done with it. But uh, it's me, Z, and Chicken. We're What's hanging. Up? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I did. I worked all weekend, but it was, uh, you know, we had some fun at the bar. I got to tell you, man, I, w- I went out this weekend, saw some live music. Friday night, went out to the casino to see Red Hush over at the gig. They crushed it. Oh, I'm sure. Those guys crushed it. It was good to see a lot of old friends I haven't seen in a while. And then Saturday night, Saturday night was pretty epic. 
about uh, 12, 12 North. North. Yeah, bro, the place was packed. Every band brought their A game. It was absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous up there. Let me tell you something about Beside the Sun. That band is hot. And they're they're killing and they're unbelievable with Crossman Nate. They got their new singer in there, Chris, and unbelievable band. Really, really good. A mix of a bunch of different genres and very high energy for their first show to have that kind of a crowd and that kind of performance. Wow. Well, you say first show, but they're they're veteran right right players. You know what I mean? But their first show as a band, yeah. This the kid that came up from Florida to sing for them is he's unbelievable. The kid's got a sick voice. His name's Chris Perez. We're gonna have him on the show. We're going to have him on the show. Really Those boys much. always usually uh, have a pretty good singer. you know. The, they uh, do. They do. And let me tell you, man, they knocked it out of the park. Also, New Radio Etiquette killed it. Trampling Judge Stream killed it. Of course. And it was really inspiring to see fresh, young, independent talent going on in the U. It r- was inspiring. In fact, we need to open up a venue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, the electric company's coming back, folks. Yeah, tell them. I'm, I don't know. I was inspired the other day. I was like, oh, my God. And no offense to 12 North, but they just don't have it down like how I like to get I, down. I've seen your, you little, know what uh, I mean? your little thing about the, the tables. Yeah, that was my biggest pet peeve. Well, is it is. Move it, those it, tables out of the way so people can you, dance. You have no dance floor. Why are you yeah. ruining your dance floor? Do you want to have a rock show or do you want to just have a picnic tables? And right. you, you know, It takes five seconds to move it. Right. really does. I, I almost offered to go over there and move it before. before because it just drove me nuts. I think it was when uh, Dracula Jones played there, and the place was jamming, and I just moved those tables so people could dance and be a part of it. You right. Know? But but kudos I, I, to them for putting live exactly. bands in there. You're taking Absolutely. the words right out of my mouth. It's exactly what I was about to say. You know, Richard, they're the only one really doing yeah. it. There's Lukens too, but you know, 12 North is bigger, and they got a real stage. You know, so it's 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 cool what they're doing up there, and you know maybe somebody will have the balls enough to open up a live music venue again because it does take balls. Trust me. And there's, there's a few does. out there like Ray Brothers <laughs> that are doing it. You watch your mouth. You watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us in the studio today, our our boys from Mutt Farm is Mark pointing at me. He's like, "It's you, brother. You should, <laughs> you should open up a club." I I, I tried it. I mean, yeah, you did a good job too. <laughs> I tried. I'm gonna put you up a little bit more. There we go. Am I too loud? No, okay. I, I don't know. I'm deaf. We're all deaf, right? Yeah, see, <laughs> ja- Jamie and Mark are in the house with us from Mutt Farm. And you guys are on the independent circuit yourself. Yeah. You know, you're out there doing it. And it was refreshing the other night to see, like, this new talent coming up. And Trampoli Jetstream, those guys are young. They're 20, 21 years old. They're, they're kids still. They're, they're kids, new, but they're kind of veterans. New radio, right. Well, they've been doing it since they were in high school. That new right. radio etiquette is the same thing. With those guys, they're young. They're 20. 22 23 24 they're young they're kids to us right and they're out there doing it at a high level very high energy show and then of course uh besides the sun they're a little bit older you know but they're late 20s early 30s but they're still young compared to us not you jamie shut up (laughs) (laughs) i'm not quite there yet i'm still in my 20s (laughs) but it's good to see man and it's good to see some new bands out there and and it hopefully will rejuvenate the scene we need it yeah we need a rejuvenation we need we need to get the cpr on the on the music scene around here right get them out of the garage and put them on the floor exactly yeah that's what we need you know it, it it i've said this before but it takes a time for a venue manager you know like a guy running a venue to have the patience for it to develop you know, and like I remember going back into Easy in the early days, and like, oh, it's a hippie band. I don't want to go see them, or it's a band I never heard oh, of. It's I don't want to see them. Farm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this Ryan Montblanc guy? You know, like who the heck? You know, like how many people were at his first show? 
uh, four. Right. <laughs> but you had the, the fortitude and, and the faith to keep it going and put them with different lineups. And stuff. Both talent. sides of the fence. Both sides of the fence. The, the club owners has to be very patient and, and, and let that build. It just, it just takes time. And the bands mm-hmm. also have to take mm-hmm. time to say, look, we're not going to be a rocket ride band in two seconds. Right. But you the know, band so also, both sides have to do the work as well. well absolutely. They yeah. both have to do the work. And you're right about the venue owner. It, it, if you want to develop a band, it takes three, four times to pr- keep bringing them back. And if you don't see a crowd start to develop with after the third, fourth time, then you, you cut ties. Yeah. And like you yeah. said, you know? mi- mix them with different, art, you know, different other bands that open up so maybe they can uh, yeah. bring in a crowd that accepts that kind of stuff. Exactly. And, exactly. Or split the night with a popular band mm-hmm. yeah that's that exactly the way to do it yeah. and i used to tell bands to trade with other bands from out of town like trade with a local band from rochester mm-hmm. yeah. and have them come to utica and open for you you go to rochester open for them yeah. you know one hand washes the other and that's how you develop this networking yeah. you know you guys have been yeah. playing in the festival circuits for years and you seem like you had four for brian Monteblue, right and how how many people did you get like later in his career uh, like you packed the house three four hundred right he used to kill it but but yeah, that's how it is. That's how you develop a music scene. But it, and also you need to be out there playing as well. Yes. You know, the, mm-hmm. there needs to be band and some talent. And, and so. I think that's what happens is you know a band comes in or a few people see him. I remember with um, Hank and Cupcakes at the Music Fest. Uh, Graz grabs me. He's like, "Dude, you gotta check these guys." It was like four o'clock in the afternoon. We go in there. I'm like, maybe thirty people. By the end of the show, there's probably about a hundred people watching them. Yeah. Then when you brought them back, they packed the house because Every everyone gets out there. These guys are great. You gotta see them. Right. And it just takes a little bit to build that momentum. So you got to have faith in the music scene. Mm-hmm. And then you become that bar for the music scene. And people know when they want live music to go to your bar. Yeah. You know, I got turned on to a lot of bands that I normally wouldn't listen to because I would always go to the electric company. And it got to the point where I would just go to listen to a band and hear something new. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. On. We do got a bunch of people checking in. Jen's saying hi, guys. Hi, Jen. Hi, hi Jen. Jen. Mary Pickles is out there saying hello. Mary Pickles. Crossman saying thanks for the kind words. Those guys, abs- I'm telling you, man, they absolutely killed it. They killed it the other night. Beside the sun, they're they're going to be the next big thing around here. If I weren't I'm working, that's you. where I would be. Would I'm been telling you, show. those guys are going to be the next big thing, providing they have a venue to play at. But when they do, there's going to be a lot of people there. For their first show, to, it was unbelievable. There was a, a lot of people, and it was really, really the energy level was just um, amazing. I think people are like seeing that's what I judge crowds on is energy level. You guys know the same thing. If if you're feeding back and forth off the crowd, man, there's nothing like it. I think there's any drug, any sex. It's hard to play for chairs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And and the bartender, even if she's pretty, (laughs) I feel like a lot of people are thirsty for new music. You know, they're, they're, they want live bands, you know, again, you know, you get the DJs, they play the same stuff over and over again. Most of the time, you know, uh, so I feel like a lot of people want something different. Yeah. You know, they're thirsty for something more. Well, I'd hope so. And what I've come to realize is that the music scene is a people business. You know, it's you need the venues, you need the bands, and most importantly, you need the people to come see the bands because you can be the best goddamn band in the world, mm-hmm. but if no one bothers to show up at your show, you mm-hmm. are going to go nowhere. And uh, that's, you know, what I've come to realize, and... Why I've been planting the seeds, watering, playing open mics, getting as many gigs as possible. And, networking. You know, networking. That yeah. is what it is all about. And it's starting to happen, especially for Mutt Farm. People are starting to realize, hey, you guys are great. You know, let me come see your shows. And that's exactly what you need. And once that starts happening, it just keeps growing. It does. The it following. snowballs. Well, the everybody following. knows if you want to make it in the music business, you got to put out a YouTube video and send it to America's you know, top talent or whatever those shows are. <laughs> no. 
sometimes. <laughs> hey, you don't need to do that. Or or we could smoke some Tide Pods or whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Or snorting condoms, eating eating ass, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Jen saying <laughs> Ryan Moplu and Mutt Farm at the One World Fusion Fest in Mohawk in June. Yeah. Yes. Um, I you believe guys are, uh, you guys are playing with Ryan, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's uh, if the official name is One World or One Love, but it oh, is. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, One Love. Yes, One Love. <laughs> World Peace Fusion Festival. I got it confused with that. Is going, Festival. That is going to be uh, June 22nd to 24th. I believe we are scheduled to play. Mutt Farm is scheduled to play Friday night. Um, Slug will be playing um, also at that festival. Slug's coming back? Man, we're talking about what? Floodwood. We're talking about Haley Jane and Ryan Montblue together as wow. Yes Darling. We're talking about Kaimani Marley, one of Bob Marley's sons. It is going to be huge. One That's of his 30 sons. Just one of many things that we're booked for this summer. We've got a whole bunch of gigs coming up. Where is that? That is going to be at uh, Gelston Castle. Gelston Castle. Um, it is going to be under a new name soon, though. I'm not sure if it will be under the new name for the festival or not. That is going to be Green Kingdom Estates, I believe. And it is going to be a lovely venue and... It is going to be a hell of a festival. And I promise you that. And that's what he's that. developing it into too. He's, he's, it's going to be a number of shows there throughout the season. Uh, the, the, this, the guy bought Galston Castle. Somebody bought kind of it. Taken over. So it's not the old owners. Yeah, they want to. Uh, they want to revitalize and bring some life into the area. So they, it, it's new owners at Galston, is what you're yes. telling me. And okay, what are they so changing the into? That is uh, that is correct. What are they Could. changing the name to? You said Green Kingdom Estates. That's what I or call Green my Kingdom Estates. That's what I call my smoke room. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, man, that place is gorgeous up there. Yes, we had yes, Mo it down is. Up there a couple times, and further played up there. I've it, seen the, the place there. is yeah. beautiful up there. It is. You, when you get at the top of the mountain, you can see for forty miles. That, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. So that's cool. I'm glad there's new owners because I'll tell you, the last ones were a bunch of sketchballs. But <laughs> well, that's, that's for another podcast. <laughs> 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 but no, that's cool. Uh, Mutt Farm and Ryan Montblue and Slug getting back together. We got to mm-hmm. touch on that for a second. Fletch is going to be doing it again, huh? Fletch is going to be doing it again. Um, they did put on a show uh, back in, I think, November or December at 12 North. Right. Um, there was that reunion. You know, yeah, they, they, they packed it. They did pack yeah. it. It was an awesome show. I went, had a great time. Very cool. What's your time slot on that? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure what our time slot is yet for that schedule. Um, I just know what day we're playing and... Uh, as soon as we get some time slots, though, I'll let you know. We'll post it on the Facebook. I, I still got to get you a time slot, too, for uh, Relay for Life. <laughs> I think they're still filling in gaps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. So we'll know when they get a little further down the lines as to Excellent. what our actual slot is. And now festival season begins this weekend, right? Yes, we are playing at Strawberry Jam, actually. Uh, my band, Brothers and Company, was on the lineup, but unfortunately uh, they are unable to make it. So Mutt Farm will be uh, taking their place, and we are playing Sunday. And Strawberry Jam is going to be held at Snow Ridge, which is where Mowdown is. Yeah. What a wonderful, beautiful venue. Wow, it's up there. Yeah, not mm-hmm. much of a drive. How long really. is Strawberry Jam going? Um, Thursday until Sunday. No, no, no. How many years? I'm oh, sorry. I should um, This is, uh, well, it's been going unofficially for a while longer. Um, officially, I think this is the eighth annual Strawberry Jam. Now, isn't it uh, like a charity thing, right? Or at um, one time Mama Strawberry it? does a lot of charity work. Yeah, I don't know if the actual festival is a charity thing, but she does a lot of uh, things like uh, the Jam for Tots that mm-hmm. she does in Gloversville that I played at in December. A few other people. Um, That's awesome. Duffy and Alley Cat, a few other acts. Um, a lot of awesome people. Mama Strawberry is awesome. Jen, yeah, good people. Jen Schner is tied in with her, and Jen's awesome. Jen's, Jen's awesome. Jen. <laughs> yeah, good people. Absolutely. Great people. Yeah, and what other? 
festivals you got coming up. I feel like you guys are busy. Oh, this we year. are. We are very busy. Um, we're playing a private party called a peace party at the end of this month. Oh yeah, that's uh, been going on for that's been thirty going years. On for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, man. Then I yeah. meet you at a peace party maybe <laughs> back in the nineties. <laughs> That's possible. Perhaps. I might have been a little loose. <laughs> <laughs> Me so, too. Yeah, we've got that going on. And then uh, literally from then on, we are booked every weekend until July 7th. Um, June 2nd, we're playing at the Sandbar. I believe that's in Bernard's Bay. I'm not 100% on that one. Some island. What is it? Um, I can't remember the name offhand, but uh, it's yeah, definitely called uh, the Sandbar Grill. And uh, I believe we're playing from... Six to ten, if I'm not much mistaken. And then our next gig after that is the Relay for Life you were just talking about that you got us a gig for, um, June 9th. That's June 9th. That's yep. going to be happening. i got to get your time slot on that still, too. Definitely. And that's <laughs> uh, so damn busy. At MV in Utica, right? That's at MV right here, right up the road from here, um, all day and night. That thing starts yeah, at, like, noon, and it ends noon the next day. And it's just a walk, and, you know, it's a fundraiser for the Cancer Society. Yeah, for so. sure. And especially uh, for me, you know, I'm really – big into benefits and charity and i do a lot of benefit stuff and especially with cancer i had a grandmother who died of cancer and also my little brother died of cancer oh, man. so like you know really hits home for me yeah and uh after that our next gig is uh the next weekend june 14th i believe it's friday or june 15th whatever the friday is mark we're playing fest. mark fest in fulton yeah, that's right you got your own festival going? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a different mark, but yes. it's very appropriate that they have marks yeah. <laughs> at MarkFest. Yeah, um, and then the week after that is our Galston gig, and then uh, we got a couple gigs in West Virginia. I'll let Marky tell you about those ones. Well, the first one's a national stage with the Al Almost Brothers. Okay. Uh, Malin, uh, Malin Kistner, brilliant guitar player, has got the Almost Brother, and they do the, the circuit tour and stuff like that. And then uh, there's the Creek Fest in Arden, West Virginia, and that'll be a good time. That'll only be three or four hundred people there. It's kind of a private thing, really. Those are the best. That parties, has grown though. out of control, you know. Those are the best ones. And uh, then we come back home for a while, I guess. Yeah, I've got a few little things lined up uh, after that. Some graduation parties, little parties, maybe Jones party. I've got a Don't this graduation me. party for like uh, an Alcoholics Anonymous class in October at a hotel. You know that's. You know, a whole bunch of random stuff. Man, you guys are busy. That's good, man. Oh, yeah. Good. Finally. <laughs> the gigs are actually piling up this time. It is patience. It just takes patience. Yeah. Patience and effort. Stay on the floor, find the good clubs, and just keep knocking on the door and sending out the CDs. And festivals, too. Festivals are super important in yep. the summertime. That's where you want to be playing. You know, you play the festivals <coughs> in the summertime, and you play the clubs in the winter and fall. That's it. Yeah, I'm actually uh, really excited because uh, a little secret, I'm actually a little bit of a deprived rock star, if you would. I have only been to one festival in my life ever, and that was Strawberry Jam last year. Really? <laughs> which I am now booked for this year among several other festivals, so... Mark's you know, take life you is weird swing. how it works. <laughs> Gotta take him out on the lot. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I'll probably hopefully survive. I, I've You'll have you a good time. It's, it, it'll be really interesting for you. So, you know, you love music. You love the whole hippie thing and all that stuff. <laughs> when you get to a festival, it's like you walk in and it's like it's you're home. with family. Yeah, it's yeah. like instantly, you know. Yeah, it's just a wonderful environment. Mm -hmm. I gotta thank I gotta thank Jen Schnur for that because uh, yes, Jen. her backyard end of summer party is what really got me involved with the whole festival scene and the people that go to the festivals and all that. And she has been very influential in a lot of things and a lot of my legitimate progress with my bands, much well deserved because of you know just 
the music and the talent, but, you know, like I said, music is a people business, and without the people, you go nowhere. It's business. Yeah. I think festivals right. are great because you're surrounded by music fans. <coughs> you know what I mean? They're all there for one reason. Yeah, they're not there well, just to see the headliner. I mean, a lot of them are there to see the headliner, but they know th- that there's going to be a lot of diamonds in the rough type of bands, you know, that bands that they have never heard of that really turn them on. And then there's going to be other bands that you're going to network while you're there. Yeah. You know, they're going to love you and do yeah, there's you know. a lot. Of, there's a lot of musicians that go. I mean, it's like, oh, I'm in this band. I'm in this band. Before you know it, it's like most of the people watching are in different bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a great environment. I really like it. Yeah, absolutely. And then at the end of the night, when you're sitting around the campfire and j- everybody's just jamming out, and I've seen bands form from just campfire jams. Oh yeah, yeah I mean countless numbers of bands Pretty form much from campfire jams. Pretty started. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. We play. We played around a campfire more than we played behind the line. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And that's uh, that's how started. you get a lot of attention. Uh, that's how I got a lot of attention, anyways. Uh, at places like Jen's end of summer party, you know, because people are like. Who's this Jamie Foxx cat? And the then, white Jamie Foxx. The white <laughs> Jamie Foxx. The white. real Jamie Foxx. That's right. Buffy. Uh, I don't know if you know Buffy. Uh, she's had friends with Jen. She calls me the great white Jamie Foxx. I've got Is Buffy so many vampire? nicknames. <laughs> she's a vampire slayer. She's, oh, she's she, slayer. she could be. Or just a man slayer. Possibly. <laughs> oh. But, uh, you know, it's the campfire jams are really where things get intimate and people you don't know who aren't playing the main stages can really show what they're worth. And if you're, you know, worth anything, that's your opportunity right there, because all you need is your instrument and you. That's it. Campfire jams are the best, though. Yeah, Drum circles are. late night, talking 2 a.m. Very late night. Getting oh, loose, wild, yeah. definitely hard drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait till the sun comes up. Play Everybody's some more. Never out. stop. Watch right. people fall down. Now I, I want to sit around. That. Now I want to sit around a campfire. I miss all that. You know, we could start a bonfire right here. I feel like right now. <laughs> I feel like that's what's missing though lately, because a lot of the corporation festivals have taken over. You know, it's all and, and it's totally gotten rid of the mom and pop festivals. And so I'd like to see it come back a little bit. And it's it sounds like it's coming back. They sell beer and concessions, and that's what they're. The whole focus is, is to mm-hmm. make money, and oh, not yeah. and not the relations that people have at the the dirty, dusty, you know, festivals. That uh, <laughs> can I borrow a hot dog? You know, that kind <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Though it is all about selling beer. Right. I don't know about, about borrowing hot dogs. I I recall I played at a one party little mini private festival up in Sandy Creek a few years ago, and. There was uh, someone running around just randomly slipping hot dogs into people's pockets. And it kind of became a little game, and it was like the next day, it was like who had the balls enough to admit that they got a hot dog in their pocket without noticing. (laughs) Was it Lenny? (laughs) (laughs) Our friend Lenny one time put uh, broccoli in in Z's pants and (laughs) some cauliflower in another girl's purse. Nice. We should do that. (laughs) (laughs) We should continue that. It's funny. That's hilarious. Slip a hot dog. That's I awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good practice. I'm slipping hot dogs at chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. Frozen hot dogs, of course. Oh, yeah. You got to freeze them up first before right. you throw I them in the purse. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think he just went with refrigerated hot dogs. Refrigerated. They were, they were nice loose wieners. Not too hard, not too soft, you know? <laughs> loose wieners. That's why you got to freeze them. You're you a loose like wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think Mary Pickles should do it with pickles. Pickles is checking in. She says, that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, she says that's amazing. So she she likes hot dogs. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, we like ballpark like hot dogs. <laughs> Hilarious. Good stuff. Mutt Farm, you guys are busy. I'm I'm happy for you guys. You're you're starting to break out a little bit more. I remember the first time you guys were on. Did you get the uh, podcast I sent you the first time you guys were on? Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you. I haven't uh, put it in our archives yet. We've uh, the first been one. a little busy, but yeah. Yes, I did get it, and thank you very much. And back then, you guys were like trying to find gigs and like 
you know. Yeah, our, the extent yeah. of our gigs were free benefits yeah, for, yeah. for a while, like a good solid year, I think, that I was yeah. playing with Mutt Farm before we even got our first real gig, you know. And, I mean, you know, like I said, I just laid it out on the table, and we're booked out the ass right now, and that's exactly where we should be. It's great. Look but, how far you've come in a year. But mm-hmm. we'll still play you know? any benefit. Yes, we, we just yeah. played a benefit yesterday, yesterday in Syracuse, as a yeah. matter of fact. Oh, cool. What was that for now? It was for uh, Jim Casey. He was a guy on a motorcycle who got uh, cut off. By a driver and uh, wrecked, became uh, disabled, permanently disabled, and they were just uh, trying to help cover medical expenses, maybe uh, help him pay for his house, whatever it was. And um, a friend of mine, Captain, said, "Hey, you know, you got bands. You want to do a benefit?" And I do a bunch of benefits. I said, "I got just the band, Mutt Farm." There we were. <laughs> Had it been two hundred bikes there. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Everyone Dude, did it burn out for like twenty minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's a that's a thing that a lot of people don't you know speaking about bikers is you know they're a tight knit community mm-hmm. and when somebody like this and happens, loyal absolutely they'll come to every event and and being in a situation like that we're, you know I ride you know we all know that like that could happen to us at any moment and you know so good job guys you know this awesome. was bikers united yeah bikers united yeah, yeah they put it the on name of the club mm-hmm. oh, very cool good to help them out a couple of patches were associated with it though I believe yeah very very probably Mark you ride. <laughs> I used to. You used to. I lucky I lived through it. Yeah. <laughs> you were one of those guys, huh? Yeah. I had a great time, and I'm done. <laughs> right now I have a 49.5. It's 49.5 cc. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scooter that's made up just like a Harley Davidson. It's it's awesome. you got to see it. Well, it's big. Mm-hmm. I, I look like I a normal-sized guy on it. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big guy on it, it looks like a like like it's riding a fly. It looked like <laughs> me and my old sportster. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't ride anymore. I I, I uh, I'm familiar with the culture, and I got a lot of brothers that do ride, and mm-hmm. I just pray for them. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Well, now you got people texting and driving and not paying attention, and yeah. So I always give a good rap, you know, if I pull up next to somebody yeah. on their phone, yeah. and, you know, just know I'm there. Yeah. Loud pipes, sa- loud pipes save lives. Mm-hmm. Loud pipes, that's the truth. Yep. Yeah, it really does. Let them know you're there. <laughs> Jen's checking <laughs> in. She says hot dog pocket. Rob <laughs> started that. Rob, I got, I got one for her. And Mary Pickles doesn't like hot dogs. Okay. She, don't she, like she likes pickles. Yeah, she likes she pickles. <laughs> you got one for us. I got a pickle for her, too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to say? Were you about to say something? Uh, no, I wasn't really going to go out. I was just going to go up and talk about the festival situation and how a lot of times the, the bikers and the festival situation are two t- different ends of the wir- oh, world. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I'd like to see that a little bit more united. Yeah. But hippies and bikers, you know. It used to. It used to be kind of that way. It used to be that. And then Altamont fucked that up. (laughs) I walked down the line. I'm on both sides. You know, I wear black. Just watch a movie, Easy Rider. Oh, they're great. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that. I've worked a few dead shows where, you know, they open the doors right up for the Hells Angels, come right in, park their bikes, you know. So they do. There is a crossover there. Yeah. It's It's all about respect for each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. And the bikers, they all have is a real strong sense of respect for each other and generally for everybody else until you cross that line. Well, <laughs> it's funny because um, – And they're good that way because they, they really keep a lot of people in check, you know. They yep. just give you a big stern <coughs> look and people act accordingly. Years you know? ago, I started the first bike night in the area over at Tombstone Saloon. And um, I, mm-hmm. I got kicked out of a few bars because everyone's like, oh, I don't want that image in my bar. And I'm like, these guys are, you know, good, loyal people. They're, you know – some of them are doctors, lawyers, accountants, 
They get teddy bears for kids. Right. You know, I so mean, there's a lot yeah. of good Fa- things. Family so men, they just ride a motorcycle. Right. We had They did toy runs. They did helmet rallies, things mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, you know, it was cool. And we never had any issues. I never had any problems at a bike night. I mean, once in a while, you might get a guy, you know, talking back and forth each other. But everybody, for, for the most part, was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and it is. It's all about <coughs> respect, like Mark said, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's all about. And the music, of course. And they love music, <laughs> yes. Every, who doesn't love music? If you, do, if you don't love music, you have no soul, right? I don't you know, know if I've ever heard Donald Trump listen to music. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, we could spend hours bashing him. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we no, do. I, I'd like Tuesdays. to spend a few hours we literally do. bashing <laughs> Every Tuesday from uh, 11 to 1, we do on Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesdays Fridays. and Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to invite us sometime. <laughs> <laughs> sure, come tomorrow. <laughs> Come tomorrow, uh, 11 a.m., back talk with Tommy <laughs> Drama. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we can – I try not to mention that asshole's name on this show. <laughs> not Tommy Drama. <laughs> not Tommy Drama. <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah. No, we like Tommy Drama. Yeah, just, well, not, I do. just not the president. Most don't. <laughs> but, yeah, he's not a well-liked person. <laughs> anyway, do you know anybody that doesn't like music, though? Oh, yeah. Really? I, I don't associate oh, yeah, it with so those people. Come so on. No, not to – personally, me – I don't listen to music. I go see bands. I enjoy them. I watch their creativity, and I'm, like, totally astounded by some of the things these guys do. But if I'm in my car, no. What are you listening to in your car? My head. I got, like, a tape recorder in my head. I listen to my own music. (laughs) (laughs) I work on stuff and arrange and, you know, find lyric lines and all this stuff that just constantly plays in my head. And, and, uh, like, it aggravates me to try to be doing something. Today, I was filling out a form in a doctor's office. And there's country music blaring around. I couldn't concentrate because I'm listening to the music. I can't help it. It just distracts me from any, like driving. If I was driving and uh, Pink Floyd was on, I'd be listening to every little lick that Gilmore did. And I'm like, kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just get so attracted into it that, uh, that uh, music is so important to me that I study it so hard that uh, I, I lose track of everything else. But music is still important to you. Oh, it's very important. There but, you go. But it's important to me, but I don't think, in this day and age, everybody has music in the elevator, in the car, in the shopping markets, and here and here and here. You know, not long ago in our history, you had to travel a long way to see a fiddle player. Or, you know, you didn't have the radio and all of these things where it's a constant bombardment of music, and music was a treat back then. And now it's just background. For a lot of people, some of us, like us gentlemen here, we appreciate, we see the art, we can see the shine out of it, and we grow from it. But society has changed so much. Yeah. You know, it's all just background noise a lot of times. You know, what's funny is um, when I was a kid, you know, I, I used to share a room with my brother when we were in our teens, and he would always put music on to go to sleep. I'd sit there and lay awake because I have to listen to the entire album. Then i get up and shut it off, you know, be I. Just like you, I have to listen to it. If I'm in the car and there's a good song on, I have to wait to get out of the car because I want to listen to the rest of the song. Devotion. Yeah. Some of us are devoted. That's for sure. So, like, when you're in the car and you're driving, and you, is that your time? Is that Mark time? To, to maybe make arrangements and write in your head and stuff like that? Mm, I'm pretty spoiled. It's always Marky time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Marky time. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you mean, though. Sometimes when I'm driving, I don't want to hear anything. I just kind of like drive and not listen to anything and clear my head. And That's why I got a motorcycle. Yeah? Yep. It, it may make me sound old, but driving is too important 
to not pay total attention to. Yep. Amen to that. You know, I, I agree with you. you know, people get uh, tickets for playing on their phone. They should get tickets for tickets for trying to eat a cheeseburger and drink a drink at the same time while they're driving. That's you know distracted I mean? driving as well. Yeah, You're right. That's Clipping their nails, putting on their makeup, oh, their shoes, and their You've pantyhose. You've driven with Mike Johnson, right? Swatting God. the kids in the back seat. <laughs> it's, it's incredible just some of the drivers out there. Like, I've driven with people, and I'm like, I literally don't know how you have lived for this long in your life because in one car ride, I have saved your life numerous times because you're an idiot. <laughs> just now. Coming up Mohawk Street, there was a lady in that white, she did a U-turn in the middle of Mohawk Street, stopped traffic both ways so she could park behind the ice cream truck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're missing the ice cream truck. He hasn't been around. I I think think Masucci scared him off. He was just down the road. Was (laughs) it? Yeah. Yeah, He's like the uh, post office guy that gets chased by the dog. That's that's Masucci coming out chasing after the uh, ice cream truck. He used to stalk us and just keep driving around the block knowing we will eventually come out. You know, He's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't talk about food. I'm pretty hungry, too. I'm a little bit sad there's no crap Last services time we here today. Here. <laughs> right? Last no, time old babies. Old babies was old here. Babies. That yeah. was quite a quite a spread that day. We just went there a couple days ago, ate over there. Man, pff, their food is awesome. Oh, yeah, it is. I, I got the mushroom stew over pasta. It's so good. Oh, that sounds good. If yeah, you get a chance good. to go to old babies, do it. Do it because they're slamming. Everything they do over there is incredible, top-notch. 100%. Last time we were here, uh, when they fed us their delicious food, we made them that little jingle on the spot. We actually, uh, since then, kind of isolated that little jingle, and we made it into like a 30-second clip for them, and we uh, intend to give that to them sometime awesome. if they hear remember, it. Maybe they'll give us some sandwiches. I <laughs> turned to country, so we made, wrote a little country song on the spot about old babies. You remember last time? I, I don't, but yeah. yeah. We did. <laughs> How's it go? Do you remember how it goes? Uh, I don't even remember what yeah, bass music we used. Oh, we gotta let bass Laura music. know this. Yeah, Laura's a huge oh, well, music fan too. No, I've I've written a lot of jingles and a lot of little pieces of music. Anybody out there that is interested in and uh, me, we, or us producing some kind of jingle or piece of music for them, not a problem. All rights reserved. We'll go. Awesome. Yeah. We got Longwood checking in. What up, Longwood? Go Lightning. Yeah, congratulations to your Tampa Bay Lightning, which is like half the Rangers and half the Syracuse Crunch <laughs> right now. They're, they're going Good on. Good for them. They're marching on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Also, got to give some love out to the Las Vegas yep. Golden Knights. That's the best story in sports right now, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're the, oh, the first-year team are, and have made it to the Western Conference Final of the NHL hockey playoffs. Unbelievable. So I wa- that's what I want to see in the finals, the Tampa Bay versus Vegas. I think that would be pretty cool. So what up, Longwood? Thanks for checking in, man. Good to hear from you. We've got the boys from Mutt Farm in the house with us. Their busy schedule starts this weekend over at Strawberry Jam, which is happening at Snow Ridge. Yes, it is. And I'm glad to see Snow Ridge do some things. Uh, we, we're not doing Down this year, but I'm sure it's going to come back next year. What's the dates so on Strawberry Jam? This weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, oh, Thursday shit. until Sunday. It's uh, the 10th through the 13th or the 9th through the 13th, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I believe it's uh, 75 at the gate. I don't know if there are still pre-sale tickets. I believe the pre-sale tickets are still $65. I mean, the uh, further out that it is from the festival, the cheaper the tickets are. I think they were at one point like 40 50 something and you know, they just gradually go up. And like I said, by the time you know it gets to the gate price, it's $75 for, I think, the weekend. I think uh, for the days, it's like 35 40 something a day maybe uh if jen schner is listening or mama strawberry and they want to correct us on that and give us a uh, good information uh, i think that's about right though who's playing 
Did you know um, the lineup? Oh, Muff Farm. There's, there's a whole. <laughs> Muff Farm, Muff Farm, Muff Farm, Muff Farm. Pages, pages of bands playing. Um, there, so there's a bunch of stages? Um, there's one stage, mm-hmm. uh, but they have a whole bunch of acts every day. Um, and the clubhouse. I feel like uh, Slug maybe is playing Strawberry Jam as well. I'm not 100% on that. Um, there was a Monkey Brothers Brothership. Um, who else? I don't know. A whole bunch of people just, you know, all the names slipped my mind at the moment. <laughs> I'll dig it up. I'll find it. We'll yeah, see go for it. Like. It's all right on their super awesome page. You know, if anyone uh, wants to check it out, there is a Facebook page. It's the 8th Annual Strawberry Jam. I believe it's uh, the Healer's Circle. They're having a lot of great workshops and everything this year. It's going to be a whole production. There we go. I got it right here. It's just pulling up, too. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to going. Mm-hmm. All right. Just hanging out, like he was saying, around a campfire. That's the best part. Late yeah. night, yeah, just hanging out, catching up with old friends, seeing right. everybody. The, the actual playing on the main stage is just a bonus. Yeah. 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 I, I got the list right here. We'll go through the whole lineup. On Thursday night, Beautiful and Broke, they kick it all off. Organic Soul and Astro Collective. That's Thursday night. So you get there on Thursday, you're going to get some music. Yep. That's Astro cool. Collective is awesome. Mo Michnick, he's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, that's him. Yeah. That's Mo. That, that's Mo. Yeah, they, that boy can play. Are they local or are they? Um, they are out of Syracuse. Uh, in fact, Mo Fairly and I were uh, tent neighbors last year at Strawberry Jam. That's how I met him. Someone, someone said uh, before I went to Strawberry Jam, they're like, you should hang out with the guys from Astro Collective or whatever, whatever. And then I hung out with them all weekend. Didn't even realize it. <laughs> and then Friday starts at noon. Friday starts at noon with the captain, and then Duffy and Alley Cat. And then Johnny Richards, Clarence Dean, The Wrench. Yep, that's Jen Schner's band there. That sounds interesting. With uh, with uh, Chris Dunn Kraken, who is uh, the bass player in Slug. He plays okay. guitar gotcha. in Clarence D. Very cool. Then after Clarence D and The Wrench is no, Not Dead. So that's, I imagine that's a Grateful Dead tribute thing. Probably. Probably. And then our boys Nick and Jay, or Jay and Nick of Floodwood, however you want to nice. say. Nick and Jay, Jay and Nick. <laughs> we saw Nick, and Nick stopped out at 12 North the other night. Oh, did he? Yeah, because him and uh, Josh and Nate got to follow the Muse band going. So he came out to do a little support of his country brothers. Also, Dirty Blanket, they're playing. And then there's a late-night party with Half half Assass and Brothership. Half Assass being our good friend Winkler and those guys doing uh, doing their thing. So they, there's a pretty solid lineup right there of phenomenal musicians. That's for Friday night. And on Saturday night, moves on. starts 11.30 in the morning, a little bit earlier now, 11.30. You get some bagels and some coffee, and you can watch Chris Day <laughs> probably jam it out a little bit. She probably – a good <coughs> afternoon acoustic set. Kind of gets you eased into the day a little bit, you know? And then after that, Monkey Brothers. You guys know about the Monkey Brothers? I, I'm not – I do not. No? Not, I'm not familiar with them either. I was kind of hoping you would. Then the Deadbolts. That's uh, another band of uh, Jen Schner's. Well, she's busy, huh? Justin, yes, she Justin is, Veneta. She is super busy. Yes, Justin Veneta. He is a wonderful guitar player. And uh, she's super busy. She helps put on a lot of shows, and <coughs> she plays a lot of music, and she is just a phenomenal, beautiful human being. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And then there's uh, Blackwater Flow. They're playing as well. Then a great band out of Circus, Barroom Philosophers. Yes, yes. they are also yeah. playing the Gelston gig in June. They're an amazing band. Check them out. Yep, they just won the Sammy, too. Yep, they did. They're, they're a great band, and if you got a chance to check out the Barroom Philosophers, I suggest you do that. Then after that, Chris James and Mama G Band. Mm-hmm. And then Slug. It's good to see Slug out and about <laughs> again. That's so cool. I'm glad Fletch is out there doing it, my old friend Steve Fletcher. And 
and the boys. So that's good to see them out and about. They're going to be on stage about 1030 on Saturday night for uh, Strawberry Jam. Then Late Night Party, LT Music, and the Ditch Diggers. The Ditch Diggers. The Ditch Diggers. That sounds interesting. <laughs> and then you guys kind of hang out, right? On Sunday, you get up uh, at 11 in the morning, grab that bagel and coffee again. And Bloody Mary. The Bloody Mary. Wake and bake. That, you know, <laughs> wake and bake. And get right back on that horse Sunday morning. Right, Mark? Yes, That's you never get off the right. horse. You just party all weekend long, and then you crash after. Well, yeah. we, you get, reach a certain age where you do have to get a little bit of sleep in there, even if it's two, three hours. Yeah, sometimes right I, do, I do nap like one nap usually sometime in like a three-day period. It's called passing out. <laughs> he was upset because at uh, Jen Schner's end of summer party last year, I totally passed out on him after he showed up to her party for one night. But it was like I'd already been playing for days. I had no idea he was coming, and I was just like so done. But that's anyways, back to the line. That's why you got to have your Bloody Mary. Get those vegetables in your oh, system. God. We were at Sterling. That was a good time. <laughs> we were at Sterling one time, and I, I had to sleep because it was Saturday night, whatever, or Saturday morning, or Sunday morning, I'm sorry, and I got up, and – Opened up the tent and I'm a mess. The first thing I did was grab that bottle of Jim Beam and started chugging it. Everybody's oh, like, "Oh, you're disgusting, dude!" I'm like, "It's the only way I'm gonna feel better, right?" <laughs> that happened you're to me. Right back on that horse, and you know what? Five minutes later, I felt great. I was at Backwoods Bash, and uh, I had my mom's minivan. At one point, I just slept in the back. I come walking out in the morning, I'd like backing out, all groggy. Somebody hands me a Bloody Mary and a joint. I'm like, "All right." Time to go back at it. That's, That's right. <laughs> a little bit of puff, a Bloody Mary, and an Adderall. Away you go. So Sunday, you got CC Ryder. They're they're in the morning, or maybe it's a, just a. It's a. She's a solo artist, and she uh -huh. is pretty awesome. I saw her last year. She's. I'd enjoyed her. I'd see her again. Cool. I'd see her uh, if she was more local. Unfortunately, she's a little bit far away from my taste. <laughs> and then after that is the, the Jesse Lawrence duo. And then Mutt Farm, right? You're filling in for Brothers and Company? Yes, sir. So Mutt Farm's going on. You guys are going on around 11 uh, or 1.30, 1.30 on Sunday. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think about 1.30 to 2-something, 2 2.45-ish 2 or so. Yeah, and then there's Stinky Boots String Band that's going on after <laughs> you guys. And then there's a Super Jam at the end to wrap it up the whole weekend off. A lot of activities going on. It's, this is cool, and this is great, man. Yeah, did you see? Uh, do you see any of the uh, workshops that they're going to be having there too? Well, I didn't. I, I went right to the music schedule. I, gotcha. I skipped over all the language. Yeah, nah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, there's a healing, a healer circle, and I've got a lot of activities going on. It's happening this weekend, starting Thursday. Snow Ridge, my old stomping grounds up there, in Turin. So go check it out. Strawberry Jam, Muck Farm, great special seminar things. about how to slip a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. It's an art form. Hot dog pocket, hot or, dog. or pickles if if they don't like hot dogs, or you know what, just fuck them. They get the hot dog. Yeah, anyways. by the time they realize it's there, it doesn't matter if it's a pickle or a hot dog. Hot right? dog, no, pickle, it's all the same shit. That's right. <laughs> Strawberry jam. It's gonna be gone. It's gonna be going off this weekend. So make sure you check it out. Early bird tickets are sixty five, but seventy five at the gate. So uh, if you want to save ten bucks, get your tickets now. And go up and, and celebrate Strawberry Jam. You pretty much are the first festival of the year. And it's a great place yeah. for a festival, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. I only uh, just, uh, I've never actually been up that way before. I just uh, went up there the other day to help set up the stage. And it is, the venue is beautiful. Freaking just the whole area up that way is beautiful, country, scenic. Um, let me tell you, I don't know if you've ever seen much in the way of wind farms. I saw the little <laughs> wind farm they have outside of Oneida. And I was always blown away by these few little windmills they have. You just go up a little bit north up there by mm -hmm. Snow Ridge, and they've got Tug Hill, miles buddy. and miles, as far as the eye can see, of these windmills. It is mind-blowing and incredible, but not quite as incredible as Strawberry Jam is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. <laughs> Mary Pickles says, pickles are always better than hot dogs. Uh, I agree with her. 
I, I don't know. I don't do hot dogs. We don't need division. Uh, I, I do <laughs> hot dogs and beer. That's how I do it. I know. Hot dogs are disgusting. I'll take pickles and hot dogs. You can keep beer. Yeah, you're not a beer guy? Nah, no. I'm not what? a big drinker, no. but if I drink, I like something preferably that doesn't taste like shit. <laughs> well, I, I, he likes girly drinks. I yeah, cook the I hot dogs in beer. Or or something that's hard. That's like, really good. Like when I did drink and I drank hard stuff, uh, Johnny Walker Black was a good go-to. Wow. Mark, you a big drinker? No, I've no? never, ever really. Uh, that's the biggest mistake I ever make is when I drink. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you've done, you've been down that road before. Yeah, not for any long period of time. I've, I'm a, I'm a habitual sober guy. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's good though. Yeah, right. good. We we keep it very which uh, is which is hard for the lubricated here right, though you know. with the with the greens though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it won't be long. <laughs> that goes without saying. Well, it's all natural, right? Yeah. It won't be long till bars are selling their own brand of reefer and everything. <laughs> yeah, you know my. Electric you know, company weed. Yeah, right. <laughs> what I want to do. EC Hayes. When they, when they <laughs> announced the whole, the prohibition is over for marijuana here in New York State, we're going to start like a puff puff paint type of thing or something like that. You just sit around in a room and smoke and paint. There's going to be a bunch of people with paint in your hand Puff going, puff paint, wait, puff puff what are we jam, doing? whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we already puff puff jam. I mean, that already yeah. happens. I don't yeah. know if uh, you're familiar with them at all. Uh, Gary Comey in uh, Rome, who runs Gary's Music, nope. he uh, just started a... New group actually, it's uh, legalize it CNY. Really? Um, it's uh, you know where uh, he's trying to get into the forefronts of uh, you know the legalization movement and get some community action going, and it's totally great. I would have been at the first meeting last week if I was able to, but uh, there will be more. You can check it out. Uh, he's got a Facebook page for it and everything. He should come on here. Um, I'm he does hit him a, up. <laughs> I did yeah, not know this. Go oh, yeah. for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's straight, dude. I like him. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what we need is a is a um, legalize it festival here locally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Probably I, we we do. We should get one. You got going. time this season? <laughs> I don't. Let's put one together. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I have no time this season. We but tried yeah. next yeah. season. <laughs> I was gonna do it, but then I got high. <laughs> <laughs> what was I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like it's really close, though. As far as becoming legal here in in New York State, well, the snowball's already started down the hill. It's just fifty seven percent. I mean, it's oh. been rolling for a long time. It's it's just right. the same thing as always. It's old, crusty white dudes mostly in the way of progress because they've got to have it their way. They've got to make revenue by sticking people in prison and shit for victimless crimes like having a fucking plant, you know. And it's just barbaric and dumb. And anyone with two brain cells knows better at this point. Well, they know that it's safer. Then the poisons our government mm-hmm. is pushing on us that it's are totally than alcohol too. Well, we right? got yeah. we got the alcohol companies, you know, the liquor companies, Cigarette. uh, cigarettes, cigarettes, and, and big farm all pushing their hands in it, saying no, 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 no. And then what's what's going on too is we're back in the day when people wanted to legalize it, it they all the hippie style type people would be like, oh, that's what you're gonna look like. But now we have college educated people, doctors, professors, people, lawyers that have been you know studied this and realized it's podcast hosts, podcast hosts. <laughs> well, I mean, look at. Uh, Joe, um, Joe, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, guys like this. I'm watching, you know, Conan O'Brien. You're talking about it openly and freely about, you know, what kind they smoke and whatever. So the the perception is going away. That yeah. that negative perception. The stigma. And now that now that mm-hmm. the the um legalized people have money. I mean, we're realizing, you know, now that it's legal, they're making billions of dollars. So they got a little coin in their pocket, and now they got their own lobbyist groups. Oh yeah, the the so. governments that tax and have legalized it are given rebates to their citizens mm-hmm. because they make so much money from the taxes on pot that uh, 
you know, the infrastructure strong. Every, I mean, it's just in the world of the internet right now, you you can't pull wool over people's eyes. You can't do the, you know uh, what they used to call it. Um, what the fuck was it? The the hemp hysteria or what was it? Uh, madness, reefer madness. madness. You ever see that movie? Oh my god! It's talk about propaganda oh, but man. they can't do that anymore because the information's out there mm-hmm. well know? i mean it's sad because you know like the information has been out there i mean like since nixon was in office since reagan and nixon and when they started the drug war you know and they said i mean it's on tape they were like how do we get these people who are pro- protesting the war to stop protesting the war and they said we lock them up for weed you know this is on tape it's not a crazy conspiracy. It's mm-hmm. on tape. Oh, no, and people yeah. don't know. They don't pay attention. They don't care. They're ignorant. The information is out there if you look for it. And I think that perception has gone. I've, I've talked to people who have never smoked before. And, you know, even like my parents, you know, like their minds were like, you know, trained out. They, weed is bad, you know. But, you know, now it's it's a little different. People are saying, well, you know, it can help with cancers and seizures and, you know, whatever. <laughs> my daddy. Cussed me, beat me, kicked me down the street for smoking weed, right? But as he got old, when he got in his twilight years, I got to get high with my dad. Nice. <laughs> he, he realized it's like, oh, this isn't as evil as everybody mm-hmm. told me it was. Right. Yeah. Boy, You're not going to go boy, jump boy, out he, of a window. He got high the first time. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> 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 did he continue to get high after that? Yeah, yeah right, right to his death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure did. Well, mm-hmm. I remember when my 90-year-old grandmother asked me to get her some weed. I'm like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> The nice. oils, the, yeah, you know those. Uh, you know the, that that's medicinal. They're, they do things with those oils that the big farm can't even get close to, and that's the problem. That that's the problem. It's that money. They have. It's yep. all about money. Anybody yeah, they're not about it. curing things. They're about relieving symptoms temporarily and milking more money out of you. They don't yep. want to help you. They want to use you they until you drop sick. dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they want us to be sick. So well, you know, they, you they make more money with us being sick. You get these people go out and get stoned and start fights. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, when I see stoners coming to the bar, I'm like, at least I know I'm not going to have problems from those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's the guys that are all drinking, doing coke, whatever. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. But not the not the stoners. The stoners are usually pretty peaceful and just want to have a good time. Chicken, we got somebody saying chicken equals duck. Duck? Yeah. Oh. Wait, should I duck my head? It's Killer Wolf Pack checking in. Huh. And uh, Young chicken. Little Stew, 1337, says hi. What's up? Uh, Hi. That's over on the <laughs> Twitch. Over on, on the Twitch. Well, chicken hi, equals everybody. duck. I don't know that chicken do you equal duck. Duck chicken. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, the boys from Up Farmer in the house. Mark and Jamie joining us. We talking festivals and the summer music scene. And there's just so much going on in the summertime, isn't there? Expansion like, is happening around here. Yeah. It is. It is slowly taking root, and mm-hmm. the the grassroots people that are around here are finally getting into clubs mm-hmm. and showing their wares. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's going on good now. We got to give a little shout out to places, you know, like uh, the Flower Fest and Summer Fest that are bringing other music into the area as well. Yeah. Uh, giving them different venues to play at. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, of course, the Mud Fest and the brewery. And yeah, there's a lot of things going on. Just say you have to pick and choose what you want to do mm-hmm. this summer because there's just an abundance of activities to do. I need a clone. The networks <laughs> are being developed. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's starting to We're talk to each other. Before you know it, it'll be out of hand. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good summer. I can feel it in my bones. It's going to be a great summer. As long as we get that weather. That's <laughs> the only problem. Yeah. The weather. We might. We might get Beautiful day out today, though. Uh, yeah. Today, tomorrow, it's supposed to be nice. About time. Yeah, I heard, uh, I'm not 100%, but I heard it was supposed to be nice all weekend, or all week, and I'm hoping so for uh, Strawberry Jam, especially. 
I stopped checking. <laughs> you know what I tell everybody? Stop checking because you're only going to drive yourself crazy if you check. Be prepared just in case. Yeah, if you want to find out the weather, checking. get yourself a weather rock. If it's dry, it's dry. If it's wet, <laughs> it's raining. If it's gone, there was a tornado. <laughs> 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 well, you know, that, a lot of things, too, you get these uh, phone apps with the weather apps. Yeah. And they're like, oh, 90% rain. You're like, oh, well, that day's a washout. And it could rain at like 7 o'clock in the morning and be beautiful the rest of the day. Yep. Yeah, they kind of generalize things too much for mm-hmm. too big an area. Yeah, yeah, screw the weather, screw the news. You know, that's that's the way you got to live life. Just live your life. That's right. Don't listen. Don't pay attention. What's going to happen is going to happen. Bring an umbrella. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Yeah. like We went to Modown last year, and it rained, downpour. The, the whole time. The whole time. And it didn't stop people at all. Mm-hmm. They came out there. They had a great time. Like I think I was more inconvenienced than the people actually going there. I was just like, wow, these people are dedicated. So I, I give a lot of heads up to those guys that uh, go to these festivals. They're they're troopers. They're here to have a good time, and they go well, no, nope. nothing stop them. They had a blast right. and didn't even care. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, God, you know what's the worst that happens at a festival? It rains, you know, and what you haven't had a shower in a few days, so you get a free shower. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding the mud around for a while. Right. Yeah, that happened a lot too at Modown yep. last year. It was the worst weekend, the worst storm. In, in fact, the the arterial flooded out. Everything was flooded out that weekend right around 4th of July last year. I remember pictures of that. It was right around 4th of July last year. Who paid that guy to design that? I know. <laughs> right? How well, do you a six-inch chain is cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they put those uh, cement barriers along it, too, so it just basically made a canal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, the, the, the photographs I saw was like I couldn't believe it was right. happening right there in the arterial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, brand new road and everything. I want to take my boat in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun, right? That'd take a kayak great. right down it. Yeah. <laughs> Get a jet ski. That would have been fun. Ah, I've never been, been on a jet ski. Wow, you oh, got man. a lot of living to do. You know, I, I do think. Uh, where did you Listen grow up? Can I find? Where did, let's let's give r- your backstory. R- right here in Rome, you know. I mean, you know, it's wild though. I've spent a lot of time here. I've been all around. I mean, I've been in New York City. I've been in Los Angeles, Washington D.C. Okay. But it's like I've been in these places and I've been doing exciting things. But it's like. But yesterday I've been was the first time you ever heard a vinyl record. Yeah, like what? I've what? been deprived, yes. you know, no festivals, no vinyl records. I think it's you need a so, so few boy. things in my life, you know. I think that deserves a smat at you, boy. Smat at you, boy. Okay. Smat at you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I forgot about those. <laughs> wow, you got some living to do. How old are you, Jamie? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. I got time. This, this is the time. This I was, is, I was this about is to retire for some of that around 27. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time. This is when you start growing. Yeah, this I'm just getting started. You know, I don't know what happened because, like, I feel like I had life figured out when I was, like, 18. And then it's like I went on, like, an almost 10-year hiatus. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And now I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> awesome. At least you know what you're supposed to be doing. You're damn right I do. <laughs> Took me till 40 to figure that out. I'm Some people I'm never st- figure it st- out. St- <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Never figured it out. Anyways. But I'm excited. And as for that jet ski thing, I do intend to fix that this summer, too. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll make sure of that. Yeah? Wait. Yeah, man. You. you got some toys, Mark? I've got some toys, yeah. yeah. I got a lot of friends with jet skis and stuff like that. We'll get up on the, one of the lakes up there. Yeah, like, yeah my friend like uh, Buffy in Libby. North Bay, she lives yeah. right off the lake. She's got jet skis. She already invited me. She mm-hmm. said, there's a, some, I didn't even know. Did you know there's an island down Oneida Lake? I didn't know that. But she said, <laughs> we'll, we'll jet ski right to that island where the lighthouse is. I said, okay. You got some living to do this summer, kid. Yeah, I do. He does. He's got some living. The white Jamie Fox. You got to get out there and. Spread your name. <laughs> Spread my wings and fly. There Here go, I man. am, world. There you go. Man. Like we were alluding to earlier, there's so much yep. to do this summer. And 
starting this weekend. And I mean, you guys yeah. got you guys got Strawberry Jam. We got Flower Fest happening this weekend over at uh, Anita Square. We also got to mention Wednesday we're yes. doing our uh, quality of life sweep with the mayor of Utica. We're going to clean up Anita Square just before Flower Fest. So if you guys are interested in helping us clean up Anita Square, you can meet us over at City Hall right around 1130. Come on down. We've got a couple buses. We're going to hop on the bus. We're going to clean up Anita Street, Anita Square, that whole area, get it ready all nice and shiny new for Flower Fest that's happening Z, this Saturday. It's Anita Circle. That's why I keep calling it a night of circle now. <laughs> It'll always circle gets the square. <laughs> It'll always be a night of square to me. And I guess it's a night of circle though. It's kind of yeah. It's, but this the, it is a weird twist in you to could have put a roundy round on. It the, says on the flyer a night of square. Huh. I'm actually a fan of the circle now. It took me a minute to get used to it, but now like because traffic constantly flows, you don't have to wait for that weird light. You traffic circles are great. Yeah. When they're used properly, the problem is the people who don't know how to use them or don't care because they're assholes. That's the only problem with traffic <laughs> circles. Traffic circles, as they are designed and if used properly, are totally helpful. Is that your public service announcement for the day? I have so many public service announcements. I could For the government, for the world, for the war on drugs, for women, for so many things. Oh, boy. We can eat up the next 15 minutes. Man, I could eat up the next <laughs> couple of weeks, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But we are looking for people, volunteers, to help us out, to help clean up on uh, Wednesday. So right around 1130, meet us at City Hall in Utica. And uh, we're going to knock it out of the park, really. We're going to clean up the park. And we're going to clean up the circle or the square, however you want to refer to it as. And, like, just so people, like, they think, like, oh, we're going to sit here and clean up. It was a lot of fun last oh, we year. Had we had a blast. I mean, so much fun last year. You're out there with a bunch of people, a bunch of ball breakers, having a good time, doing something good. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're doing something good for the community. We're Public service. That's right. Yeah, we got it. You got to do it. Yeah, it's it is easy. It's a couple hours out of the day to pick up a couple pieces of trash on the ground. Come on. You know, I wish it's a no more, brainer. I wish more of these you know companies would take advantage of you know the quality life sleep because he does it all, all the time during the you know, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So. You know, if you got a company out there and you want to do some kind of team building process, this is a great avenue to do it. It is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of areas in the city that could use a little special attention. Absolutely. The yeah. whole city. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's parks and, and things like that that could definitely use some cleaning mm-hmm. up and sprucing yeah. up. And yeah. Our, they uh, want to come to Rome, too. Rome could use some sprucing up. Yeah. <laughs> Rome's starting to be coming on the, on the upswing a little bit, I feel like. I see they're finally doing something with those uh, abandoned houses from the base. Yeah, I think they're they're starting to put those. I'm not sure what it is they're doing. Um, you know, it's like Rome is a funny place, and like those base houses are exactly you know a good example of that because it's like you know they built them, they used them, they left them, they've been deteriorating, and then they were kind of cool because it's like, hey, look, it's an abandoned ghost town. I'll go check out, even though I might get asbestos. Mm-hmm. And then they started <laughs> to renovate some of them into some beautiful houses. And then it's like that got canceled or foo-fooed, and now they just, like, started tearing down some of the houses. And then they tore down some of the houses, and will they ever continue to tear down more or tear them down all the way? Who knows? Rome is a funny place, and they do things kind of half-assed sometimes, it seems. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was Copper and Griffiths. That, that was – Rome was their staple. Yeah. Griffiths you know, really the, hurt yeah. Rome when they left. Mm-hmm. Um, when they closed on the base, I remember doing it, um, doing the rally as a kid. They let us skip school to protest and things mm-hmm. like that. And man, they lost a ton of jobs, good paying jobs. And you know, I had friends that had to move because you know their parents worked there and whatnot. It was a huge hit for Rome. 
the whole economic base was shaken by it because not just didn't the captain go off to the base to fly his plane, but the wife didn't go teach school and mm-hmm. the kids didn't spend money at Seven Eleven and you know the, so buying homes yeah, and yeah. cars and taxes. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, a, a lot of things hurt, and then you know it's like so Rome's got a few you know redeeming qualities still. For a long time, we had this nice drive-in. You know, everyone loves the drive-in. And you know, you go there, how many teens probably lost their virginities at the drive-in, you know, <laughs> saw some movies and everything. And then what did they do? Rome decided they needed, I don't know, their 30th car dealership. And it was a whole stink, and the people of Rome said, no, we don't want this, we want our drive-in. What did they do? They said, okay, we'll keep, we'll keep some of the drive-in. They built their shitty car place, they kept part of the drive-in, and they had it running, I think, for part of one season, and then they said, fuck it. And fuck you, the people of Rome, our customers. The and ca- that's Rome in a nutshell, pretty much. The Cala Theater. I, actually I miss this Mr. Cala Theater. I might be showing my age, but I saw a lot of movies at the Cala Theater. Loved it. I can't understand why drive-in movies, t- you know, they just didn't make it. I, I tried years ago. I tried to bring him. I wanted to bring back um, the car hop feel. Yeah. I wanted to do, like, Friday Fright Nights, and I wanted to do, like, a car show at, at the drive-in movie theater. I actually put it out there, and nobody ever got back to me. Hmm. And I thought those two things would have been great. And then you bring back the old Fright Nights. You, know, you just watch those like, scary movies on Fridays. Bring back, like, 80s slasher flicks or whatever. And then, uh, you know, do the car hop. And we bring in, like, you know, maybe uh, Thunder Road. And, you know, watch these old car movies, you know, James mm-hmm. Dean-type movies. And uh, girls come up and bring you in the roller skates and whatnot. But nobody ever got back to me. It's, getting, it's about concessions. Oh, yeah, ex- yeah, It's all about concessions. And Rome had some good bars back in the day, too. You could go see a lot of live music. Bobby McGee's. Bo- and Coleman's. And Coleman's. JJ's. And Coleman's was legendary. In my eyes, it was. And the four so many acres. great bands, Four Acres. Well, that was Mercy. But still, it's up around that area, the 49 district, if you will. But there was some great music going on around then, too. And there, there is still some great music going on yeah, in yeah. Rome. And there are some great venues but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm wondering and, you know, I wonder all the time and it's like, you know, I'm from Rome. I've lived most of my life in Rome and I'm in a whole bunch of local bands and I have definitely contacted these places that book bands and I can't figure out why have I not been booked at any of them. So if anyone listening has any answers <laughs> in Rome, um, you know, feel free to change that or give me some answers. But uh well, when they find <laughs> out you're not the black Jamie Foxx, they get mad. Ah. <laughs> like, Jamie Foxx is going to be here? <laughs> no, it, there's o- always been some good bands coming out of Rome, too. We can think of our boys from Fight for Rome, too. Mm-hmm. They, they were out there, and there, there was a bunch of great bands. Dark Passenger was another great band from Rome. and it, There's always been great musicians coming from that area. And the uh, uh, like not just Rome, just this whole area is just saturated with so yeah, much yeah. incredible talent and the original musicians five. and anywhere's in the three one five from Syracuse to Utica up to Watertown, Rome. Uh, there's it, there's a lot of talent. There's a ton of talent, and we're blessed. We are. We're blessed. There's just nowhere to display it. <laughs> well, in the winter time, in the summertime, you guys doing what you guys are doing. Yeah, he's fasting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it, yeah. You know, maybe it's because of the winters here. Maybe it, like, makes everyone retreat into their minds, and that's when they unleash their genius. (laughs) The cellar dwellers. Well, you brought that up many times, too. The the weather sucks. You just sit there in your basement playing jams, you know? Yeah. Honing your craft. Mm -hmm. Honing the craft. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. Yep. In the wintertime, you just... (laughs) 
hibernate mm. with your guitar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's hard. You know, you, you unload the stuff and crawl over the snowbanks. <laughs> you go play your show. Yeah. And then it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're crawling over the snowbanks, freezing, worried about getting pulled over in a blizzard. And Yeah, winter, winters are hard, especially for bands. Yeah, that's because uh, there's a lot of traveling involved. You know, mm -hmm. people come from all different parts to try to get to the floor at just the right time, and it's uh, and a lot easier in the summertime. And then you go through the sure. whole point where like you're promoting the crap out of it, and you're doing everything you should be doing, and then a huge blizzard or an ice storm comes up, and nobody can make it. You know, yeah. So that just happens too. That always happens. Yeah, Mother Nature's kind of hard up yeah, here. Yeah, there sometimes. was a benefit that uh, I almost didn't uh, get played. It was uh, back in January. I played it with. Uh, couple of my bands blue suede shoes joe mack and the blue suede shoes and my tom petty cover band full moon fever we went to play a how many bands you in um <laughs> he's done five with that crap. six <laughs> he's done with that mostly mostly my farm is where it's at but you know i've got other good bands too they're awesome and uh we almost had to not attend a benefit for a little girl with cancer just because of the weather and they had like a whole like um you know it was like one of those travel advisories or whatever they said you know no one can travel anywhere in the county or whatever and we we're like fuck it because we're already on the road and we're gonna go play this benefit but you know exactly you know the weather sometimes just gets in the way of stuff yeah it does throws a monkey wrench in everything yep. it's bipolar just think about the weather patterns this year we went from winter to one day is spring back to winter then right to summer mm -hmm. that's that was our <laughs> that's our weather patterns. that's here. how it goes every year i remember uh, a couple years ago my cousin had a jeep and you know, it was doing its whole winter crap, whatever, and then it was spring. It was, like, literally 80, 85 degrees. She took her top off of the Jeep, and wow. <laughs> then, the, yeah. yeah. like how you, you clarified that. He's like, <laughs> off the Jeep. And then the next day, she's got, like, six inches of snow inside the Jeep, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I had uh, there was a photo of somebody in the Old Forge. They had a uh, motorcycle. They're filling up their motorcycle next to somebody else filling up their snowmobile. <laughs> Like, yeah. only in New York can you have a snowmobile and a motorcycle at only the same gas pump. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It really makes us appreciate the nice days. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, day like today. Beautiful. Van Court's checking. He says, Z and Chicken, I love the show. Thank you, Van Court. It's if, Bill, if, yeah. If Thanks, Bill, Bill. It, do us a favor. Click the share button. If, if everybody could just click the share button, you would be doing us a favor. You'd be doing Mutt Farm a favor and get the word of Mutt Farm, EC Radio Disruption Network, get the word out there on everybody that we're trying to we, you know it's all big co-op you yeah. know we're all one big co-op big with family you guys and yeah, yeah. the world is one big family well should be we would like to look at it that yeah. way we could would, be but, but the rest of the world don't look at it that way <laughs> well we can be a family and whoever wants to participate can participate we're living in a scary time right now man as far as the world goes and the, and the nukes and Already asshole president and all that other shit. So we're living in some scary, scary times. It's right like now. I don't know what it is because it's like people like our asshole president and all these people causing problems in the world. There are a lot more decent people in the world, I feel, than these assholes. And I don't know if they've just become complacent or scared or it's all pre-chewed food. What it is, you know, they well, just well, what it, well, they have no fight left in them to. You know, I mean, what do we have to do? You know, go down and take a few thousand people and like arrest all of Congress and the president and put them on trial. You know, how hard would that really be? But do we do anything like that or anything with we balls need to and get shit accomplished? The, the two-party no. system is what we need to do. And what what happens is a lot of people, they just over-accentuate the, the, the crazies in the world. You know, so like we brought up the Tide Pods, you know, people eating Tide Pods. How many people really eating Tide Pods? It's me. Too many. There's only a couple. Right. So it, the, well, the like whole generation now is eating Tide Pods. Yeah. You know, every single cop is an abuser, which we know is not true. There's so many great cops out there. 
that do their job and do their job well, but there's a small little group of people that make it every that whole now they get categorized that whole thing, you know. Uh, like and the problem isn't even just when there are the bad ones. The problem is when there are the bad ones, but the good ones, like the good cops and the good politicians, don't do anything to remove the bad cops. Because, sure, if your police force is full of good cops and you have one cop who's going around murdering innocent people, that's a problem. But you know what you do? What you should do is you should fix it. Fire the cop. Send him to prison. But what they do is they cover it up and they hide him. So you know what? That tells me. No, maybe there aren't kinda so many good cops. Kind of like the church. Easy now. Exactly. <laughs> kind of like the church. Yeah, oh, don't want to ruffle too many feathers. <laughs> no, but like... Yeah, I do. You know, I've used this analogy when, on the D-line last week. Um, we kind of got into the conversation. The thing that used to always piss me off as a sales rep when I sold cell phones or, or media services or whatever is when somebody else would rip them off. It would piss me off because there's already a bad stigma with salespeople, and... It would make me so angry when I'd see somebody get taken advantage of that I would myself either turn them in or do something about it because you're hurting everybody. You come to me, you want your the honest answer. You know what I mean? You want you know, what should you do? I'm not. I've never talked talk to somebody to buy something that they didn't want or need. You know what I mean? And if you treat people the right and you do things the right way, you're gonna have success. But by you know these fly by night people that want to like you know stab you in the back or just take you for you know a quick buck, that's all they're gonna get is your quick buck. And I want to do business with people for the long run, mm-hmm. and it would always irritate me. So, like, if you're a, if you're a police officer and you you consider yourself a good police officer, the ones that are doing the shady shit should piss you off the most. Exactly. And then there are some who are good officers, and it does piss them right. off, and they blow them in, and then it's sickening because what happens? They get fired. Right. The yeah, good ones. It is. Now. We live yeah. in a literally insane world, and it's not even like hard to see like i said like this is all out there there's videos there's articles there's everything but again the people don't do anything about it and that's why they get away with it but it's like the tide pods also you know it's like maybe just a few people did the tide pods and then it was the media got a hold of it now everybody does tide pods mm-hmm. you know <laughs> there is some bad cops out there oh, but yeah. the media has just ex- exasperated it to the point where it's like everybody's looking over their shoulder being afraid of cops now, you and I are on different sides of the fence about a lot of that, but I have known a lot of great policemen. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, and a majority. Me too. A majority. I've met a few decent ones. I get my, At the end of, of the day, though, even the good ones, though, still have to uphold unjust laws, like the weed laws. So even the good ones, at the end of the day, how good are they if they have to uphold unjust They're laws? They're following the rules, and, man. And, and like, uh, you know, so are the Nazis. There was a story a couple months back where a guy I used to work with who was now a police officer saved a life. You know, and I wanted to bring him on air and and celebrate it and and show that the good that these officers are doing right, on a daily basis. Because you only see the bad out there. Exactly, and uh, sensationalized. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of these police officers that do a lot of good in our community. Uh, our, our officer Aikens, you know, he's always out there doing things for the community. There's there's so many cops doing. They do where they bring kids and uh, do shopping for Christmas and things like that. We don't highlight those because they're not sensationalized. They're not. People don't care. Not but they should the be just as much. Just Absolutely. like uh, I've read, I read an, uh, you know, I mean, I saw a few years ago an article about a cop who pulled over some woman who was driving her kids around, didn't have them in car seats, you know, could have given her tickets out the ass like any generic cop would do. But instead, what, what did he do? He was a human being, and he's like, you know, why don't they have car seats? And it's because she was broke. So what did he do? He bought her two car seats for her That's kids. That's awesome. That's exactly what we need cops to do, protect and serve. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And a majority, a great majority of them do. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I agree with you there, Mark. There is a lot of great cops out there. I have a lot of friends and families. Yeah. A lot of my cousins. My uncle was a cop for 30 years. I mean, 
it's in my blood. I'm, I went the other way, but everybody else went the cop route. And, uh, um, I, and, and they're, they're good people. They are. They just want to, you know, they do their job and they do what they're told. And, and, know, and don't like be I, a dick. Don't you know be a you, dick. You know, I got pulled over. I was in the wrong. Thank you, officer. You're absolutely right. I shook his hand and that was it. You know what I mean? Like, I was wrong. I know that. I'm going to pay the fine. That's my fault. You know, the, the, he's just doing his job. Mm-hmm. And if you come up there and, and like act like a dick, well, you're going to get a dick back. You know, I work as a security guard in a, bo- in a bar. When you're a dick to me, you're going to be a d- get a dick back. You know yep. what I mean? Like if you're, you're going to cool. actually give him. Yeah, I kick him in the dick. <laughs> Pickle in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I've got, you know, my stand says you see, but, you know, exactly. You know, when I've been pulled over and the only legal issues I've ever had has been minor traffic infractions. They've all been very pleasant. You know, I am super respectable to the cops. The cops are super respectable to me. Exactly. That's all you have to do. Treat them like humans, mm-hmm. and they have to treat you like humans, exactly. and that's all you should do, and that's all anyone should do, and everything goes smoothly. And it goes back to what we said from the very beginning of this podcast. It's all about respect. Yes. Yeah. It is. The demeanor that you have has a lot to do with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was like the fight on the parkway over the weekend. Hey, what was that? that about? Did you see that? Yeah, that's that's sickening. I missed that. And, and Okay, now, and here's the thing that kills me is, Everybody bitches about cops. Yeah. But when shit like that happens, who do they want? They want yeah. the cops. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then when people are pumped up like that, they're going to be dickheads to the cops. And the cops got to use the force that they need to secure them because they're worried about everybody else's safety. Right. And, you know, shit like that. For those that stop. don't know, here in Utica, there was this little bizarre fair feast, however you want to refer to it as, a o- over on the parkway. And it has rides and games mm-hmm. and stuff. And they do it every year, right around this time. They do it every year. You can go up there and bring the family. But there was this big all-out riot the other night. Saturday night? Was it Saturday yeah. night? Yeah. There's things. videos out on this, too. Well, there's only one video out. Uh, it's the same one that keeps going. It went viral. Mm-hmm. But I want to see more video. Actually. Right. I want to see more video. Because the cops had reported that no one got shot. And there, there was no shootings and nobody got hurt. But from that video, it looked like, it looked like people were getting hurt. It looked like people were getting hurt. Well, maybe so they mean maybe like they serious injuries. Well, maybe nobody reported the injuries. I imagine like a couple of bruises and scrapes, but I can't admit, like didn't look like anybody got They probably didn't injured. get any reports of it. That's why they <coughs> reported it, that there was no injuries. But this video went viral and, and it was bad. You're talking, you know, 20 on 20, if mm-hmm. not more. And Jesus. just everybody clashing. What, what even happened? Does anyone even know? Nobody knows. It was just nothing but sucker punching going on, really. Somebody lost at the ring toss game. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> found a pickle. Maybe they got a hot dog in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what aggravates me, though, is the people, the paparazzi that just stands there filming mm-hmm. instead of helping. They're just right. as guilty. They're yes. just as guilty. I Sensationalizing agree. the violence. And, yeah. and this world star hip-hop bullshit. It needs to end. Yeah. I'm sorry because people are going out there starting fights. They're, you see guys like three on one, and they're like, world star. You know, like, dude, that's a bitch move right there. Straight. <clears throat> You're just proving to the world. Now, that back you, in the day, it was bitch. UFA against Proctor. Right. If there was a fight, oh, the football teams fought each other or the basketball teams. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what happened up there. I don't know if it was school-related or not. But there's, there, back in the day, it was UFA against Proctor. I can't think of how many fights <laughs> there used to be. Yeah. yeah, but they kept it amongst themselves. They you don't take it out in public like no. that. And they didn't no. have guns back then either. No, no, everything's off the chain now. Yeah, you can't even have a fair. I got a bigger, a bigger bomb. You it's, know? A, it, <laughs> it's a shame though, right? You can't because this thing has been going on for years and years and years, and I have never heard of any problems 
at least that I know of, have any problems at that fair. I'm sure they had it here and there, you know what I mean? But nothing to that magnitude. And how come the promoter's not hiring security? Where's the security on right. that? Like, how come there was no security pre- presence at all? Like, there should have been a, a ton of security breaking that up. Should have been a lot of police officers and, and there. And you know what it was? Nobody was breaking anything up. They were just sitting there filming. Like, great people. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're adding to it. They're World star. Mm-hmm. World star. Yeah, that's all they care about is give me my five seconds of fame. Mm-hmm. That's what it, That's what it's all about. I'd like internet. to see one of these fights and then watch somebody videotape it and just punch them right in the fucking face. <laughs> right when they're holding the camera. Why didn't you oh, stop it? Pop. <laughs> yeah. Dave's checking in. Our boy Ben is just take, checking in. He says, the one thing with the paparazzi is I like to call him as, or re- me refer to him as, <coughs> it's that the video can be of vital in terms of documenting what happened and making sure the correct people's faces are punished. That's true, but did you see that video? Could you make out anybody in that video? Right. I couldn't make out anybody in that video. It was kind of thing. He said it happened with the madness in Charlottesville. I see his point there. I do see your point, too, and, you know, you should get it documented, but... That one video that's out there really doesn't tell anything other than people just punching I mean, each other. You, granted, can't, you can't identify anybody. In granted, the guy doing the video, there was about 20 people beating the shit out of each other, yeah. probably if not more. There's not much he personally could have done. True. But I've seen other instances where it's like a one-on-one or two-on-one and somebody's sitting there videotaping it. What got me is uh, was that shooting in that nightclub in Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, people oh. are videotaping it. They're, they're recording it. I'm like, so your your survival method is here. Let me get behind and videotape this while people are shooting at us instead of figuring out a way to help others and get the hell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the part that really kind of like, what's the matter for you? That's uh, the, the world we've come to. Mm-hmm. The the self gratification. The somebody shooting. Stop. Take a video. The instant gratification <laughs> as well. Yeah, the media's got a lot more power, and it's like everybody has that power right in their hand to think, hey, I might get go viral. With mm-hmm. this, you know, and it's, it's kind of changed everybody's outlook yes. on morality. Yeah. It's a cheap way for fame, you know. It's just a cheap. I'm gonna watch people beating the crap out of you, and some of these are staged. You know, they go up there and they start these fights specifically so they can be on, you know, World Star, and they mm-hmm. pick it up with somebody they know they could beat up. It'd be like three on one, five on one. I've seen one video was like ten people punking a kid and his his mom. His mom's right there, and they're beating him up right in front why of. Why would mom. anybody want to watch that? Too? I don't. Like, why does anybody? How does anybody get an enjoyment of watching somebody get beat up? I mean, I can UFC or boxing, it's sport, right. whatever. But I'm talking out on the streets. I don't know. And we were talking earlier too. It's like you, you can't even fight anybody anymore like you used to because a they're either gonna sue you because everybody's a pussy now, or they're gonna <laughs> pull out a true. gun or a knife or something, or, or you're a gonna bigger get jumped, knife or, or a bigger, bigger gun, or right? A bigger, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's not even worth getting to a fight anymore. Yeah, honors kind of slipped away. Yeah. As long as they get the views. Yeah. yeah. Bandage is check making. He goes, as you and Chicken know, I'm all for ending the f- uh, f- ending the fighting and trying to prevent escalation. But not everybody is cut out for that and or capable of doing so, which I agree. It certainly isn't the ideal situation, uh, regardless of it kind of sucked, kind of sick, sorry, but it can help. I get it. Like, you know, you take the video and people are, you, know, you have proof of it and, and whatnot and see how it started and what happened. Um, I can see where it could definitely help, but I'm, those aren't the people we're worried about. You know what I mean? Like, this guy, okay, 20 people, 30 people, whatever. There's not much he can be able to do, but... There's a lot of instances out there where you can see videos of people who clearly could have done something and mm-hmm. just chose not Absolutely. to. People getting beaten, people even dying, drowning. So many things I've seen, and people just watch and record, and uh-huh. it is sickening. It really is. It is sickening. 
Emery Jones saying, what's up, Mark and Jamie? Emery. What's up, Emery? Big E down in Florida. And he's saying, knuckle up. Thanks for checking in, man. If I could get everybody's watching this right now, just to click the share button, really quick, share, click, like, subscribe, follow, retweet, all that stuff that you do on the social media. You'd be helping us out. Yeah, look right. Disruption Network, CC Radio, Mutt Farm, find us all. The D line, all the great content we have here on the D, and also coming up later tonight. Addie's back. Home free. Home free podcast. And her guest is Benny Giorgio. Oh, nice. He's coming on from uh, the, in- the inspector. And he's got a new project out that he's going to debut on Home Free Podcast. So that's happening right around 7 o'clock. For all your real estate needs, check in with our girls from the Property Sisters. They're killing, killing it, man. They're absolutely killing it. And we love having them here at the deep. That's for damn sure. That's happening at 7 o'clock around 7 o'clock yep. tonight. And tomorrow, so. if you want to. Pick on Trump. Listen, 11 to 1. 11 to 1. Back talk. Back talk. I'll be here again with Tommy Drama as pretty much it turns into a bitching about Trump situation. <laughs> Man, I definitely got to try to make it to one yeah. of those. Yeah, That's every so. Tuesday, you say. Huh? Tuesday and Fridays. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. I'll definitely come to one of them. With so. our host, Tommy Drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. He brings it. You'll like it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's not a – yeah, he goes in. You know, Tommy's fair. I mean, he, he leans a little more left, but he, he does kind of try to stay neutral, but he does lean a little more to mm. the left. I think we because all of the hatred of yeah, Trump. Ditto. Tank, you know? <laughs> I mean, I've as much as you know, I've put out some statements and opinions. I mean, I have been so reserved in the things I've got to and want to say. <laughs> but maybe, maybe sometime. <laughs> What's Bandage saying? Combining with the earlier music discussion, it extends to that as well. How many people watch massive amounts of live music through the lens of a phone? It's sad, really. One of the reasons I'm totally on board with musici- musicians saying no to cell phones. See, I'm, I'm on the fence with it as well. Um, as far as being at a live concert and you're standing behind the guy sitting there right, right there recording the whole show, that's annoying. If you want to get like a 30-second to a minute clip, that's cool. Or, or a song or two. If you're an independent yeah. artist, I want people to be listening to my music on their phone. I mean, there's, there's regardless of how you got it, because let's face it, guys, you're not going to yeah. make money off your recordings anymore. No, it's a double edged sword. It, yep. You can't. It's better for you just to give the music out and, and try to make money on live shows and merchandise. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's the idea. I, t- I tell them everyone who sees me, everyone who records me, takes pictures. I say, put it out there. I would rather have it out there than gone, disappeared into cyberspace, never to be seen again. You know, share it with the world. Let the music get out there. See, and that's my thing. It's like there's certain bands out there, like when I go see Seeger or, or whatever, that I know they're not going to be around for a long time. You know, or they might put on a great show, like for that maybe one song or something I put it out there for. I don't sit there with the whole thing in my face because I want to enjoy the show. But there are some of these retards that sit out there with their phone in their face the entire time, and they're it's blocking annoying. everybody's view. I got to tell you, I've enjoyed watching the boys. There's a lot of different bands where the guy just holds a phone up, and he's got a good mix of the sound and a nice shot of the stage. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy watching, you know, like Dead and Company or something for, for some guy. Just right. Some of them even have editing and stuff that they do. It's, it's really, you know, it's a double-edged thing. It you is. because it, it can be very enjoyable and but as a promotional tool, but it can also go the other way where it sounds like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I like what bands like Mo and Humphreys are doing now. Like, they'll give you a clip of the first three songs of their set if they're playing live. You could go on and watch it live on Facebook or Periscope or Twitch or wherever, whatever live streaming sources they use and you can watch the three songs and then you have the option to purchase it again they call it couch tour so if you want to purchase like five bucks so you can watch a show from your couch for five bucks it's actually smart uh, for the band and you can make some you can make some money that way and it makes up for the lack of revenue with 
recordings. It helps the promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those three free, free, you know, chances are if you enjoy a good Humphreys McGee show, you're going to pay the five bucks. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or Dead and Company or Jack White or whoever you're seeing. Right. I'm saying he's coming home this summer and he's going to be at the Jones party and he can't wait to get down with Mutt Farm. Awesome. Um, I am certainly hoping that Mutt Farm will be at the Jones party. You should talk to your brothers about that and <laughs> make sure that's 100% a thing because it didn't happen uh, at the last party, very unfortunately, and uh, we'd like to make it happen this time. <laughs> he's telling me I should come. When When is it? Do you know? Off the top um, of I believe August 4th, I was told. It's a Saturday, I believe, whatever the first Saturday is. Right on. Or... Yeah, we played there for years. Yeah, I feel like the I've, uh, I've been, been there a couple years. In fact, uh, that's uh, Jones' party is where I met Mark. Ah, yeah, cool. Around the campfire. Yeah. Um, no, no actually, actually, I was a. Uh, ha! This is a good story. <laughs> Me, and Mike and Kenny, the core of Mutt Farm throughout the years, got invited to Jones' party and played. And I waited forever, waited forever to get up. It's like one thirty in the morning when we finally get to go play, and and uh, I'm plugging my amp. Uh, plugging my guitar and it was making horrible horrible sound said and August i was 25th. so pissed i was so pissed i'm just we're gonna play anyway i don't care let's go and i counted it for we got going and uh jamie was in the audience and no, Lou, i wasn't there louie louie came in and worked in my sound a little bit and kind of say louie louie yeah louie's <laughs> ah, my, my boy. boy me too yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna be playing with him with uh, in uh our west virginia gigs yeah yeah louie louie Steve, no uh, Kelleher. Louis oh, Kelleher. All right, so I'm, oh Louis that Louie. Louis 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 yeah. I'm thinking of a Louis different Louis. Almost. I got Other Louis Louis. Big love to Louis and Amy, by the way. Yes. Yeah, uh, Louis brilliant. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Amy is too. Yeah, yeah. but but Louis he, he fit on our band like like a glove, and nah, he ain't gone yet. <laughs> he's he's got my farm on it. It don't wash off. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's how. Lou and him met, actually. I, I met him at that Jones party. I had uh, just gotten done playing a set. It was my first Jones party that I ever went to, uh, and I was with Lou and Amy playing with them in a little project we put together with uh, Mike Jones. And uh, I totally walked by Mark here on the way out the door to go back outside to get high. And I and he's like, hey, man, you were really awesome. You play the keyboard, you know, you're trying to join a band. And I pretty much totally straight blew him off because <laughs> I was in a band or two already, and I had only just gotten a car again for the first time in years and pretty much was just like, thank you, but no thanks. Walked away, freaking did my thing, partied. And then a couple weeks later, Lou and I were chilling with Amy and hanging out. And he was talking about how he met some dude at the Jones party. And he said, I was going to go jam with him maybe. And But Lou's a little bit iffy sometimes. And he was like, maybe I won't go. And I was like, no, nah, you should go. I said, I'll even go with you. Let's go give it a whirl. And yeah, they we were show up and it's the guy I blew off. <laughs> and I'm glad it was. They, they were about my writing style. They they really like the, the music, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. that's why we're all here. That's why I came. That's why Lou came. It's the music. It's you. It's your songwriting. You are a genius. Oh my goodness, you can write <laughs> some good songs, my friend. Thank you. Want we, some? We yeah. As a matter of fact, we should. We enjoy when you guys come on and play. Uh, and now uh, this time we figured, it, you know, let's talk because we've never usually. It's like all right, right. play. <laughs> you know, but real quick, everyone loves a free concert. Emory Jones <laughs> says August twenty fifth is the party, and he says it's a blast. What a good time. So many great people there. And then he also says, didn't play at the winter party, but his birthday party was a blast. Did you guys play? Oh, that's right. That's when Lou and Amy came back, remember? Um, Yeah, we played, uh, I think, for his birthday party. Was it at the end of summer, I think, maybe? Then we played for when Lou and Amy came back in the winter, too. That was a combination thing. It was 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 M's birthday. Yeah, that was M's birthday weekend, if I believe. Isn't that right, Emery? 
I think <laughs> I can't hear you. I feel like I feel like we just did that one for Lou and Amy inside the garage because it was winter. But I feel like the one for Emery's birthday party we played outside a little bit that night. And I feel like that wasn't in the winter. Let me just say I'm confused. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the first time. <laughs> we're all a little confused sometimes. Do you want to take a quick minute break and then uh, we can come back? You guys jam out a little bit? Or yeah. Play you some totally commercials on. and. Uh, or do you want to go right on the fly? Or how whatever you want to do. Wanna do. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. You're good? Jamie. Let's grab them. Let's grab them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to take a break then, do we? Oh, no. Oh, we might. We might need a tune. You might need to tune up. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's get the boys from up front to tune up a little bit, and then we'll come right back. We'll come back quick, and uh, have the boys play a couple songs for us. Uh, you're on EC Radio. We're hanging out. It's me, Z, Chicken, and we got the boys up from up front. front. So hang out really soon. We'll see you. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. We are a generation of lost masculinity, and we got to start getting it back. No matter if you're straight or gay, no matter if you stick it in the front or you stick it in the rear, for the love of our sons, we've got to stick it in there like a man. EC Radio. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacuan Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacuan Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacuan Associates. 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today. 
Yo, law infidels, that's right, it's Hacker Hameen. This is Al Schneer from the band Mo. Hey, this is Corey Glover from Living Color. And you're listening to EC Radio. And you're listening to EC Radio. Live on EC Radio with the Z-Man, so take the pizza out of your fat moron mouse. Sit back and listen before I give you a $5 face slap. You'll never forget, infidels. Yo, law. Too, didn't he, he keeps uh, he did Adeline's too, yeah. He did a lot of stuff, it's a nice and pretty song, you know. Got, uh, it's good. Right, uh, yeah. You went to school, John? Yeah, did you really? Yeah, oh, no doubt. Oh, you're no school. I'm, yeah, I'm from Riskany too. Are you really? You had yeah, a crush on my sister. what's that? Huh. You had a crush on my sister. Nice, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so we got the boys from Mutt Farm in the house with us, and uh, they're going to play a couple songs for us. Yeah, we'll play uh, two, three songs if you want. Yeah, yeah let's jam it out. I know it's a little bit of a change because I'm the keyboard player, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just showing how you're well-versed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mutt Farm.
shanty for you. You guys just a little jamming out with. Is that like an original or are you just jamming? Oh, that's that's uh no, that's a song I wrote called Spider. Ah. Spider. Yeah. See, Spider? Everything everything we're playing for you is still a nice Marky Mark Mutt Farm original. Oh yeah. yeah I, I, I rarely play cover tunes. He got me to play Take Care of Business the other day. <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Like, whoa. Hey, we got somebody checking in from Turkey. So while. Uh, What's up? Uh, Welcome from Turkey. I that name, but we got somebody chicken. checking in that says, hello from Tur- Turkey. Hello got chicken from in a turkey. America. So we got chicken, turkey, duck. I don't know. A lot of, a lot of animals going on today. Mutt farm, so <laughs> it must be what's going on today. You got another one for us? Sure. Yeah, yeah, we've got two more for you. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, One more acoustic, and then we've got one with uh, actual lyrics. <laughs> we having a picket party here Can on EC Radio with my farm. We have a little picket party. Whoop! Don't don't oh, don't break that. that oh, don't break that. You just gotta like pull it a little. <laughs> and then, uh, Mark, how long have you been playing banjo? Oh, about fifteen years. Fifteen now. years. That's something that I fell in love with. Uh, in bluegrass circles, I've got a lot of bluegrass experience. Some picking parties. Yeah. Yeah. Like the campfire stuff. The campfire mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And you know, there's a thousand guitar players around that campfire. Yeah. Yeah. But not a lot of blues. Do you play any other string oh. instruments? Mandolin. Mandolin? Yeah. I play in the linoleum. I play the radio a lot. Did you say the <laughs> linoleum? Yeah. <laughs> the linoleum. <laughs> Sometimes we play with ourselves, too. Yeah, well, we play with porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't do that? We're going to let Jamie sing this one. Jamie's going to sing? This, this is, is a... Sucking Down Bourbons. It's an old song that we try to introduce a little cover tunes into. It's a very nice little song. I'd like to dedicate this to a little uh, Italian girl named Carly. We got a long distance dedication. <laughs> Casey <Mother>. Kasem. <laughs>
down bourbon Waiting for the show to begin Well it seems we just get started Then it seems to end Well, he's mean, gruff, loud, and boisterous As he steers his day A compass or a beer can You best stay away, away Wild thing Sucking down bourbon Waiting for the show to begin Well, it seems we just get started
arm. Nice, nice. fellas. Nice. Thank you, and thanks for having us again. It's always a picking party when you boys come in. Yeah, that's it, what we do. Yeah, yeah. it's always fun. It's good yeah. for the soul. <laughs> you want one more, maybe? You guys, you guys make me feel like taking my shoes off. Uh, <laughs> Show off your toe ring. Can you sing Shama? I cannot sing Shama. Yeah. Okay. I gotta figure out the words to that one. Okay, let's see. Uh, you got another one? You jam it yeah, out. Okay. Yeah, can you sing Muffin? I will. Uh, I will try to remember the words. So there's a title track. It, it is. Yeah. Muff Farm. Yeah. We have a self-titled song. All right. It's named after the song, I guess. Pretty much? Yep. Let's see your license. Let's read your cards. Before we get down to what you do in these parts, we come from Mutt Farm, not from this place. So arrest me or get out of my face. We come from Mud Farm, not from this place. So arrest me or get out of my face. We are the white crust of American bread. Some served with gravy, some served red. So if you're different or just don't fit, those from Mud Farm don't give a shit, yeah. We come from Mud Farm, not from this place. So arrest me or get out of my. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. of secondhand cars me and my homeboys grew up in bars we come from mud farm not from this place so arrest me or get out of my meanwhile back at the ranch old big dick and lucy found a new way to pay the taxes they raise them up tall with little orange hairs and send them off to Uncle George, generation after generation. That's how these silly young kids pay their taxes. song yeah it was cool we come from mutt farm we hang out in bars i love it yeah. hell yeah <laughs> i feel like you guys need your own patch yeah. mutt patch <laughs> a mutt patch well actually that's what we call mutt farm the acoustic version of mutt farm is mutt patch it's not the full-blown i mean you've heard our rock and roll i mean mm -hmm. we play oh, yeah. rock and roll but uh mutt, mutt patch is the acoustic version the campfire version of mutt farm is mutt patch we've been calling that for and this is this is a little version of mutt patch right here <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Emery Jones saying that's funny. Um, I have Paseco Country in front of my house right now because the neighbors in Florida suck. <laughs> he should have a good time in Florida. It's been good to him. Yeah. Yeah, Florida. He's down in Clearwater. He's down in Clearwater? Yeah. Nice. Nice. He says he wants it's to nice send a picture, but he doesn't know how. You want to sing Memphis? Oh, my God. I'm not up to singing okay. that. You want to do Let's Groove? Okay. Let's okay. do Let's Groove. Ladies and gentlemen, Butt Farm. Don't leave me alone at Letchworth Don't leave me out in the rain Deception was my motive Indiscretion, it was my game Well, I lied when I told you to trust in Z You're blind And my great mistrust was the downfall of me Well, my papa, he was a trapper And my mama spent her time alone But neither would come to save me Knowing what I have done Well, I lied when I told you to trust in your blonde hair and blue eyes were already free You walked through the world though I could not see Greed and lust and my great mistrust was the downfall of me Well I've been here to go back or find my way and I'm trapped here never can pay back or live with the debt I've made well I lied when I told you to trust in me your blonde hair and blue eyes were already free you walked through the world I'm the radio with Z and great mistrust was the downfall of me. Yeah. That was great. You guys are picking. Thank you. I Thanks love it, man. It good little picking How party. Was, Looking was forward for to the campfires this summer, huh? You better be there. Uh, I'm busy, man. I'd like to try to get out to some of these shows, but I've got shows of my own. We have, we have faith in you. You should definitely <laughs> come so to some of them that... 
the one at Gelston you should definitely come to. I, I won't be around. Oh man, that's be around that's for pretty much any of them. You're gonna I'd be, be around for the, for the uh, relay for life. I'll though. be there for the relay for life. Right. Yeah. So well, you guys are the farm that day. Yeah, the, the farm will be in the house right. relay for life. I plan on like a three, four o'clock set somewhere around that time. Well, well I'll sounds cool. I'll yeah. And if anything else comes like along that. that you uh, need some live entertainment for, we'll definitely be around. Always <laughs> think about yep. Mop Farm, man. Always think about you guys. Man, and Good. we're thinking about you and we're thinking about everyone. And I tell you, I'm excited about being here on the show again. And I'm excited also about maybe coming on to your uh, political talk show on Tuesdays and Fridays. You should come on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, come sure. on. I'm sure Tommy would love to have yeah, you. Yeah, I will, I will make that a thing sometime uh, before the end of – sometime between now and June I will make one of those. Cool. I promise. Cool, <laughs> cool. yeah, definitely. What time What time is that one on normally? 11, 11 to 1. 11 to 1. On Tuesdays and Fridays. We, uh, back talk with Tommy Drama. And uh, I run his board. Well, I actually got like a week left of running his board, and then he's on his own. I'm throwing him to the wolves. You're going to be busy this summer. Yeah, he is going, going to do going such on. a great job, I am sure. He kills it. He yep. kills it. He does good. Um, he's been doing it for well over a year now. And, uh, yeah, he's doing well. He, people either really love him or they really hate him. It's more really hate him. <laughs> I'm just saying peace, guys. Love listening to you guys. Get a hold of him. His jamming sounds great. So thanks for thanks for checking us. in, Emery. Yeah. Good to hear from you, brother. And uh, if you could just click the share button. Yeah, share the love. Share the love. Share, share the, the love. love. Share the love. Share the love and share the music. We got about five more minutes. Tell people where they can find you online, and then also plug Strawberry Jam and all. I'll the plug good all stuff of our shows out. one more time. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash official, or just search muttfarm. Find us. You'll find the paw print. Find the triangle. That is us. I am the white Jamie Fox. Find me <laughs> in my fancy hat. And our show's coming up. We have Strawberry Jam coming up this coming weekend. Strawberry Jam is Thursday to Sunday at Snow Ridge and Turn. Mutt Farm is playing on Sunday. I believe it's at... Uh, 1.30-ish. Um, after that, we're playing June 2nd at the Sandbar Grill out in, I believe, Bernard's Bay, somewhere around Oneida Lake. Um, that show, I believe, is 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. The week after that, we are playing the Relay for Life here at MV in Utica. That's for Mr. Z. June 9th. June Thank 9th you. Yes, June 9th. And then the week after that, the Friday, I believe it's the 15th of June, we will be playing Mark Fest in Fulton. We will be playing at 8 p.m., I believe, and we are opening for, oh, man, who are we opening for? I remembered, but now I, but now I don't remember. Um, and then the week after that, we are playing that super awesome Gelston gig, and I believe we are scheduled for Friday night, June 22nd, in Mohawk at Gelston Castle Estate. And other acts will include Slug, Floodwood, um, Yes Darling, which is Ryan Montblue and Haley Jane, Kaimani Marley. It's going to be a great time. That is going to be a phenomenal, stellar show. You will not want to miss that. Barroom Philosophers as well. Great band. And then after that, we've got a couple gigs in West Virginia that I'll let my friend Mark plug again. Well, there's uh, the, the show in Fairmont, West Virginia with the Almost Brothers. And uh, that's a national stage. We'll have a good time there. Uh, I would like to say, hey, come out and see us, but It'd take a special fan to drive to West Virginia to come see us. <laughs> but with, Beth might come. But uh, my farm's got fans out there, too. And uh, then uh, the Creek Fest, which is right after that, the following weekend after that, uh, the 7th, 4th of July weekend. I guess you can pick. 4th of July is on a Wednesday this year, yeah. so pick the weekend before or the weekend after. I'm going to pick both weekends. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Excellent. 
Excellent. You guys are busy, man. Stay busy. Keep doing it. Keep doing your thing, man. Yes, we are. And uh, you said you knew about Peace Party. Um, I didn't mention that just now. Um, oh, I that know. That is the end of this That's month. If you know party. about Peace Party, you should come to that. You should, Z. If I'm around, I will. And if anyone listening knows about that, then you already know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a private party. It's been going 30 years. At one time, there was hundreds and hundreds of people went. But oh, now, yeah. it's we've chilled it right back just to select few. Yeah, we used to get up there with the Funk Daddies back in the day and funk. jam that up. And uh, we had a lot uh, of Let's see, Groove Garden. Groove Remember? Garden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric, Eric Davis. Eric yeah. Davis. I just became friends with him on Facebook. It's funny you mentioned his name. Yeah. I didn't even realize he knew I'll how to work a computer. He was supposed to come to rehearsal a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago. Remember? Yeah, he's uh, my drummer's uh, brother-in-law. Oh, cool. Eric's good people. I've known yeah. him. He was my sound guy for a little while at the EC, too, for, yeah. well, for a split second there. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, Eric's good people. Small world. Groove Garden. Groove that Garden, was, yeah. The butterfly Jelly. Yeah. I played Butterfly Jelly. He wrote a real good song called Butterfly Jelly. Yeah. Yeah. He's a psychedelic sure. motherfucker. He is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely psychedelic. <laughs> yes. So, again, thanks for having us on the show, Z. It has been awesome. And again, we are Mutt Farm. Check us out on Facebook. Find us next week at Strawberry Jam, the eighth annual Strawberry Jam, the Healer's Circle. Awesome. Great, great awesome. job, guys. You guys rock. I love having you guys here. It's always a good, fun time picking party. Thanks for having us. In, we so will come sure. anytime you want us. Absolutely, brother. We'll have you come back before the relay. Well, maybe we'll do it for before the relay comes on. But yeah, just a little heads up. Yeah, be glad to do it. Of course, yeah. he gets me up all the time. This guy. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you have Doctor. I like Mike to keep people us. on their toes. You do. You do. You get Doctor Mike with us, and he mm-hmm. can play bass, and you can play keyboards again. And Aha. Yeah. Neil's checking in. He says, what's up from the Redneck South? Hey, Neil, thanks for checking in. Thanks so much. Uh, we got a full, chuck full of yeah. music all week this week <coughs> Chicken. Tomorrow we got Twin Speaks is popping in. They've got a new project they're working on. They want to come in and promote it. And also Jerry D and the Dovetones will be in tomorrow. So we got a back-to-back guests tomorrow. They're playing Flower Fest this Saturday. And then on Wednesday, Angela's going to come in and hang out with us, talk more about Flower Fest. After we've cleaned up the Oneida Circle. After we clean up Oneida Circle. And on <laughs> Thursday, my good friend and soul sister, Zizi, Madam Zizi, is going to be in the house. So I'm looking forward to chopping it up. She's with my also soul playing sister. at One World Flower Fest. She's too. also playing at yep. One World Flower Fest. Very good, Chicken. See, That's I remember good. some of this. We're good. We'll be there at One World Flower Fest, broadcasting live yep. throughout the whole day. It starts at 11, and we're done at 3 o'clock. We'll be set up, of course, right out in front of Puff and stuff. Oh yeah, and that's where we'll be oh, set really? up. So, <laughs> and that's the one at the Circle Square. That's right. Circle, at the circle Square. Circle Square. Yeah. Yeah. Circle gets the square. Circle gets the square. Phyllis Diller, please. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the Hollywood Squares. That was a good show, actually. That's some there funny was some stuff. strange humor in yeah, that. It really oh, yeah. was. <laughs> Paul Land. Come on. There really was. But we'll be down there at One World Flower Fest on Saturday. And you're going to hear a lot about Flower Fest this whole week if you're tuning into EC Radio. Subscribe, like, comment, share, retweet, tweet, retweet, all that stuff that you do on social media, all things Disruption Network. And you can check us out on the World Wide Web at disruptionnetwork.net. Chicken? What up? We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Yes, chicken. Peace, chicken. Goodbye, chicken. Later, Mutt Farm. We are a generation of lost masculinity, and we got to start getting it back. No matter if you're straight or gay, no matter if you stick it in the front or you stick it in the rear, for the love of our sons, we've got to stick it in there like a man. EC Radio. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society.
The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacqua & Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacqua Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacqua Associates, 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today.